Yo, this your girl MDW says. Hey, this your girl Liv. And we are the, the Says. We're bringing you the latest trending news and raw discussion, everybody. Hey. Yeah, yeah. And a special guest. You know what we're doing? We got a special guest coming up. A special guest coming up. But uh, before we introduce you to the special guest, um, let's just talk about what we've been into for a little two or three minutes. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. any other time, you know, I just dive up in that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I get so excited. Um, but. Well, we love we love your excitement. Just shows how much you appreciate the the podcast and how much you want to be here. Or I just don't like the small talk. Let's okay. just get straight to All the right. business. All right, so let's just get straight to it then. There you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we have a special guest. So fuck how we were doing over the week. You oh just no, 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 no. You didn't want to do the small talk. No, it's no, because I'm about to clap it up for me, man. It's graduation week. You know oh, what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Yeah, my last and final degree around this thing, and I got it in film. Something that I actually enjoy doing. You know, set life, baby. We on set. Shout out to Skeeter. Um, yeah, man. I'm pretty upset that we couldn't do our shit. You know, GTS, but we'll figure that out. You feel me? Because we on set in GTS, you know, that just that sounds nice, you know what I'm saying? But um anyway, with that being said, we got a special guest. Um I'm gonna try not to you know what, fuck that. I'm saying his name. We got a special guest, Jessica Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> it is not Morgan Freeman, but the fact that it's Jessica Morgan Fee is amazing. So from here on out is uh Morgan Freeman because <laughs> I just learned that. So what an honor to have that namesake. <laughs> no, you didn't mess up telling me that. I'm not even calling you Jess anymore. It's like, where's Morgan Freeman? Honestly, I embrace it. <laughs> I She's like, no this is not the first that. time I've heard this. Only until recently, though. But I love that that, like, yeah. that just means that that's a new wave coming. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Got to step into your Morgan Freeman bag. You know what I'm saying? So, I welcome it. <laughs> he had a very great uh, acting career. Do you Indeed ins- he did. Do you inspire to be an actor? Or what are you doing right now? I would love to do the actor thing. I would also love to. I mean, he did a solid amount of voiceover work. Yeah. The voiceover work. I'm just saying. Morgan Freeman. That's your, that's your new uh, nemesis. And I, what, what is a nemesis? Nemesis is, is like it, someone you're against. No, so no, that's that your is. new name. Like that's your alter your, ego. Your alter ego. That's what we're gonna Ooh, say. Oh, I could see you being Fuck like that a, up. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Don't judge it. But anyway, um, anyways, <laughs> welcome to Jazz, 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 Jazz in the building. But um, funny story. I want to know how we know Jess. Y'all don't need to know how we know Jess. Jess is a loving, warm-hearted woman over here you know what i'm saying um do you director guys, right yes direct and design director and, and design and what else do you do to, well i listen to the says hey i love that <laughs> i gotta use i gotta use you know what else she now. does y'all uh, jess now. is a part of the yucca running club she's the one who inspired me to start training for the marathon a marathon runner be over here getting the miles in and i also want to thank you again for never you know pressuring me to come on any of them runs with you guys i appreciate that we've like floated it subtly and you're like no hard no <laughs> you have a hard no and i love hard boundaries yeah, yeah, yeah i feel like that's that's like the secret to a good relationship <laughs> good friendship good and I respect situation. it. I think we've been doing wonders with what we got going on. Um, we're all dog moms here. We, yes. we do a lot. You know what I'm saying? We just out here, you know. It's a whole community out here. A lovely one. So Amber patrols the poop, you know. So we got a patrolman on duty. We got a running club, you know. It's a lot going on. I have been doing poop patrol. I want to uh, definitely shout out love. Oh, man, let me show y'all what Love did. Love ain't have to do it, but she did it. Um, 
I'm kind of upset that I showed Justice, well, let her listen to it already. But if she didn't, this would have been the real reaction. But uh, let's let's pull up the Poop Patrol because I got a jingle, baby. <laughs> yes. I do got a jingle. I'm going to go lace it. She took a video, so I didn't lay this down. She took a video, and she did this. You know how, like, Sway, the remix guy, be doing his shit? She took one of my videos and made this, and I just shout out to Love, man. Patrol, well, will you be without It is catchy. It is so catchy. One, you're making your show and you're like playing that as like the intro. Like the people are gonna remember. Yeah, that. yeah. what's so crazy? <laughs> That's gonna be up there with that uh Fifty Cent's, you know, power. Uh, it, it's a it, it like yes. Yeah, that shit gonna be up there with a uh, Bel Air. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. They gonna um, <laughs> it's gonna be up there with one of them themes. You know what I'm saying? It's super catchy. What's so crazy? I was walking down the street. What are you doing? Are you stressed out, bro? You no. look stressed out. <laughs> You look stressed out. I got to check on my camera guy, Zach, back here, man. Bro, Zach, I'm just checking on you, bro. You know you're a part of the says, man. You're the third member. You don't even know it. Check it out, bro. It's very meta. You just did like a Phoebe Waller-Bridge, break the fourth wall, address the camera. Yeah, I always do it. Like, no, a part of Poop Patrol. Listen. This is all like legit, you know. This is realistic. I love it like this. You know what I'm saying? It's a good vibe. But anyway, with that being said, you know how, like, I was walking down. Last week, I came up with that jingle right next to you. Am I lying? He was like, ooh, right on site, because y'all didn't know I used to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I did not know that. She did. We've talked about this on the podcast, so they know, too. I mean... Wait. I, I did like three songs, you know what I'm saying? But. She did a song with, like, a big upcoming rapper in Louisiana, too. And I heard, who told me before that you performed him like a stage? Was it like your cousin Man, or we, shy? We used to do talent shows. like, And she was killing it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, she had a whole track. Her mom sent me the song. So Aww. cute. <laughs> well, I, lo- I already loved the lyrics to Poop Patrol. And I was like, oh, these are really good when you were playing it today. And then <laughs> the beat drops. And it's just like, it becomes like a movie. That's what you were saying. Like the yeah. show. You can see like the intro montage. The credits. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Love did her motherfucking thing, bro. Like. Clap it up for love, man. And she she didn't have did. to do she it. She always comes through. She didn't have to do it, but she did it. Like, I hit her up this last weekend, and I was like, yo. I tagged her on Instagram. I'm like, yo, I need a jingle. And here we are. She <laughs> texted me, like, videos working on it. And I was like, nah, I need something like, dun 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 And she just came through with it. I was like, yo, I wasn't there. She just did it. So if you need a jingle or a beat, make sure you hit up who? Um, Lo- is, is it in house? No, it's in house productions, man. Okay. Hit up in house productions. productions. That shot them out. I know that ain't no hol- helicopter being disrespectful like that. We're, we're in Hollywood, as they say, ratatata, the ghetto. So, with that being said, <laughs> just like it. <laughs> Jess, where are you originally from? I'm originally from the Bay Area. The Bay Area. So, what did you think you were getting into when you moved to the ghetto? AKA Hollywood. Well, is this the first place you moved to from the Bay, or did you move to? You moved to L.A. from the Bay, but not straight to Hollywood. Yeah, I've lived in Culver City. I lived in Venice for a very quick minute. I lived in Highland Park, K-Town, Silver Lake, and then Hollywood. 
And I think I was like being around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all within LA. Like, and every neighborhood feels different, right? A lot of people say they're like, "Oh, I like would love to live in Silver." Like, I hated it. It was a lot of dog shit, huh? It was a lot of like. I'm not gonna lie, Silver Lake looked like a vibe. I was gonna say it does look like a vibe, but I guess does it depend like where you live in Silver Lake? It to me, it was like hipster Disneyland. Like it all just felt super curated and fake. And I feel like yes, Hollywood is like mm. dangerous, but it also just feels like there's like an energy to it where like where I, and maybe it was where I lived in Silver Lake, or maybe it was just like where my mind was at. But mm. it just felt very like asleep, and it didn't really feel like very real to me. And I feel like gotcha. Hollywood, it's like. It feels like you are living in, you know, like L.A. Confidential. Right? It, it literally <laughs> feels like you're living in what you see when you walk outside. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's why, like, our community is so cute is because it's yeah. like this little, like, We all take care of each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But you ain't got that. If you go into any other, other places, I'm pretty sure it's not like that. It's Every not. time I invite people over, they're like, it feels so different when we walk through like your gate it's like a whole nother world and then i walk out and it's like oh back to like reality it's just like some <laughs> yeah. gta shit you know yes. what i'm saying like this is like sherman oaks and then you walk outside the gate it's like i don't know chirac wasn't, yeah. there, wasn't there just a shooting on hollywood and highland yeah like somebody got shot shooting. in the head and two people was running around here you know what i'm saying like shit crazy uh, you stay in the fucking ghetto you know what i'm saying but anyway um with that being said, L.A. is not as safe as you think it is. It's not all. I just get frustrated when I even think about it because it costs so much to live out here. And um, the roads are tore up. I'll be like about to tear up my motherfucking car driving down the streets like that. Thank God they finally fixed Highland and um, Sunset, Sunset over here. Because, you know, like the little the little you crossing over is like a little hump over hump. It's like four humps. They finally smoothed that out. But they had it like that for two years. It's like, how is that even? You would think, too, because like Hollywood is such a touristy area that like they would maintain this part of the city so much better than they do. Have like way more security, way more like people out here cleaning up, keeping after everything. But it is not it's not what you think. Like you don't see famous people walking down the street all the time. You don't nothing is very lavish about it or like luxury. It's it's very much like anywhere else I've 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 been. It, it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I get a kick out of like the people that are hosting the Star Tours bus and they're yeah. like trying to point out like, oh, this is Hollywood and there's just like a dog shitting. There's like people <laughs> sleeping on the street and I Or like, a homeless man scratching his balls and, you know, bent over with his ass cheeks out. It's it's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Did you did you guys see the hip hop uh Hollywood tour bus? It's the LA Hood Life. Or the LA Hood Life tour it. bus. I kid you not the LA Hood <laughs> like LA hood life tour bus and I ain't snitching if this is snitching I'm just telling you what the fuck I saw these are facts the motherfuckers had hit the corner right there on how well by the clucker because you know um right here pretty woman yes. um what is that the apartment building that's 1738 whatever whatever that is um that's what they shot pretty woman at so they come around here and show everybody that little building but they hit the corner blasting music i'm talking about like they had the 612s in that thing it's like a band <laughs> with 612s the, the van was full 
And like you just see him in the back pouring up the Patron shots. I'm like, yo, oh my god, <laughs> that is not legal. But somebody was like, well, it is L.A. hood life. I was like, they probably got their liquor license on there. I'm like, I doubt it for but sure. And I'm pretty sure like the driver wasn't drinking. The passengers can do. Like, I ain't gonna tell you whatever that. they want, right? <laughs> can they? Talk? Can they? <laughs> that that shit looked like he was turned up. Like everybody <laughs> on that bitch, including the driver, they, prob- was they up. probably were very much turned up. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. It made me want to go buy a ticket to go join the. the LA Great marketing, great marketing. <laughs> that would actually be so wild. We should just do that, like storm one of the buses and just, no, just like, actually listen, get turned up. That shit I was would, lit. I would definitely be down to do something like that. I've never done anything in California that is like tourist like. But my thing is with that, I be seeing them and where they going. Like we could just <laughs> follow their ass one day. You know what I'm saying? Get behind oh, them. Oh, but and, I mean, if we could have somebody drive us and drink and smoke and do us, I'm and, down and to drink and smoke to, while doing all that. Not while I, you're driving. I would be in it. For I'm the down to drive and do that. No. I love like I, I heard one guy like giving you know telling a joke. He makes a joke. It does not land. He goes, "Really, nobody." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like that'd be so fun to just like lightly mm. heckle whoever's I was, giving the tour. I, um. I I wanted to try a little stand-up, but I just wanted to do it in the crib. Like, you know, like a community joke house or something like that. Oh, that would be cute for a summer night. That's what I'm thinking. Like, we just go up and do our thing because I'm not a professional. We could do, like, a little show out of it. We could all go up and try, like, I would love to help you get We should do it. We should do it. Look at the community community. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. But anyway, yeah, I was thinking we should do that, especially after going to improv. So what made you get into improv? I got into improv from a writing background, so I, like, when I was, like, little, little, I was into journalism, Mm -hmm. and then I was, like, you know, started doing broadcast journalism, and I was, like, well, I hate this, but I love, like, the combination of audio Mm -hmm. and visual and, like, just everything that that is, and so then I started getting more into that, and I took a dramatic writing class, and then the pandemic hit, and I was, like, I don't know if we need any more drama. (laughs) We have so much drama. We always need the drama. I, I, I do enjoy some of the drama, but I wanted to just kind of explore more of the comedy scene, and improv is great for writing, because mm-hmm. it just makes you think without really questioning it, and it kind of helps you, like, tap into that flow, um, and it was just, like, it was just so fun. It's just so stupid. You just go, and, like, it has a very, like, cute community attached with it, too. Yeah. Um, I take classes through United Citizens Brigade, which okay. is... Shameless what, plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, like, what Amy Poehler came from. She was one of the people who started it from... Um, she got her training in Second City in Chicago, but mm-hmm. then she came out here and um, started it with a couple other people. And it's, like, just so many icons have come from it, mm-hmm. but they shut down during the pandemic, too. And then they just kind of opened up as I've been taking these classes. So it feels like almost kind of like this new wave that's coming out through that. That makes sense. But I think that you should take some classes. We got to to go see one of Jess's shows recently. Um, This is where that this conversation is coming from. And it was actually... It was actually pretty interesting. This was my first time going to an improv. I wasn't really sure what to expect. I, I know what improv is, right? And I know that it was something you were passionate about. So I was like, we're probably going to like it, right? I did like it. I did enjoy it. It was very different. Um, I would go back, actually. I would just... I'm only staying for your show I and mean, I'm not, leaving after yeah, the other for, half. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. I mean, I would probably go back even if it wasn't your show. I was just, it was interesting. It was yeah. interesting to see how like people transform into something else on stage, you know, and how people like react to eyes on them and like having to perform, you know, do they fall into character? Do they like, 
I had punch to, up. So it was it was really good and it, it was very funny. The first half was very funny. I had to like <laughs> stop myself from trying to like shouting out to help them. You know what I'm I saying? Love like that, yeah. I was like, damn, I ain't to show shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to like especially that big baby part. Like a baby just fall out like one. I'd be like, damn, that's a huge ass baby. Can you curse I in improv? Think, yeah, you definitely yeah. can. Um, yeah, I would have been like, is that thing okay? Like, I thought it was funny when the girl couldn't say, like, the penis. Like, one. that shit was like, mm, She mm. was funny. Plain. Like, she, she reminded me of, um, damn, was it Phineas and Ferb? One of the characters from Phineas and Ferb? I think so. Is it? Is it one of them? She reminded me of a Disney character, though, but it was, like, super funny. I know you mean I haven't seen Phineas and Ferb, but um, it was giving like. Are you a, fucking kidding me? I need to right. I love adult animation, so I could imagine like you never. So as a kid, what, what what were you doing? I don't. I've never watched. We were talking about this growing up. As a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch TV during the weekdays. That was like I was, I was like living a footloose reality, but except for it wasn't dancing and music. It was TV. That was like the forbidden thing. So did you binge like on the weekends? No, or you I were was, just so at that point, like, oh, it is what it is. I was super unplugged from it. So then, Damn. as I like got more into it, now I've like. Done so you're not familiar with one Saturday morning? No. <laughs> no, Damn. but it's it's really fun catching up. I mean, if you have yeah. to do any kind of homework, binging on like old school TV. Yeah, pepper and pepper and. Oh my! She's too cool for seventh grade. This is crazy. You yeah, you need Doug to catch Doug. those. Are I like Doug. Yeah, because uh, like the cartoons these days are like totally ass. Like we had good cartoons. You know what I'm saying? But like, what about like adult cartoons? Like, do you like 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 we were talking Rick and Morty? I did like Big Mouth. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I do like Big, Big Mouth. Mouth. Yeah, it's kind of hella inappropriate. I feel like that's adult uh, cartoon. Like, it's not say. for, te- but it should be for teens though, because it's teaching uh, them shit. But it's like a lot. It's not real. I wouldn't even the say. The horn monster. I would say for teens, but <laughs> Come like, on they're not even teens yet. They're like in middle school. <laughs> like I think they're in high the family school. guy was like family guy. In the beginning, kinda, didn't right. they start out a, a bit younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Like actually, they had maybe. braces. Like the one girl, like they were like just. I don't know because I know at twelve, like seventh and eighth grade, I wasn't really feeling that. Like I didn't start like really tapping into my hormones until I got to high school. I was like, Cap. ooh. I kid you Cat. not. When I did you touch into your hormones? I didn't start this having is a sex safe until place. I got into high school. <laughs> this like, is a safe place. Tapping into my heart. I mean, I was like always. Well, you, could, you couldn't I, even watch TV. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I got in trouble when I was 10 for like taking a boy into a little cylinder Ooh. tunnel and like kissing him. <laughs> 10? <laughs> How old are you? What grade are we in when we were 10? Fifth. That's around I was like kissing fifth, sixth grade. I, I had my first kiss when I was 12. I was like seven in seventh grade. Mm. I don't even think it was hormones. I think right. it was just mischief. I like knew that you shouldn't do exactly. that. Exactly. Like, you used to play house. Like keep it a book. Yeah. Didn't y'all play house as yeah, kids? Yeah, but we we weren't. Ki- you know what? I do keep like. It. Don't lie. I don't think we were kissing, but I do remember like. Yeah, you used to be humping too. <laughs> like humping, like wait, doing adult things that you ain't had no. But it wasn't doing. with like little boys. It was with my two girl neighbors. They were sisters. I remember playing house with. Someone. I do remember <clears throat> that, and I was always the dad. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I don't want my mom to watch any of this. You know what I'm saying? So let's move on. What are we talking about next, huh? I will say one thing that I like about (laughs) that show that I do think is good for little kids is the shame monster. Oh, yeah. Because I think shame is something that, like... Which one is the shame monster again? He's, like, like this British old guy. He's like, (laughs) ooh, like, ooh, you should feel so bad that you did that. Uh, 
I kind of stopped it because I kind of felt bad watching it because I was like, I shouldn't be watching this. It's a kid show. But then it's like, this is not a kid show, but it should be. They should have had that. Like, let's be honest. If that was on when you were a kid, do you think your parents would have let you watch it? Hell no. Hell no. No. That's why I'm like, who was the show for? That would have been been considered. uh, I even like the HR show. Like the HR one. Like, I even watched like a few episodes of that. But then, like, Liv's not a cartoon person. So I just feel so weird in here watching cartoons as an adult. Being here with her, but I will put cartoons. But on I let her. her watch them, and I sit there and I watch them with her. It's just not my go-to. If she puts it on, I'll sit there and I'll watch it with her. That's why I know what these shows are. But if it was my choice, I'm not gonna go for that. Did you guys watch Beef together? <coughs> we yeah, did we watch, did watch beef, beef together. Did you finish okay, it? I finished it. Yeah. What Talking about thoughts? Beef. Who was the real villain? I was just gonna say, who do you feel like is the real villain? Have you finished it yet? Okay, so I finished it. Okay. This is like a little bit controversial, but I did sleep through most of the last part of the episode, <laughs> the last episode. It just, for me, was like, it got heightened to the point where it's like, I understood what they were doing, mm-hmm. and then it felt like they just wrote themselves into a corner and then had to like end it with like talking out all the trauma, and it, I think it just felt a little bit like... <sighs> I don't know if I have like a complete thought for this. I feel like no one was the villain because it was more like they were caught almost in like their depression, like their depression was making them lash out at each other. Right. And she says to him, like, you shouldn't honk. And he's like, you shouldn't flip someone off. And it was kind of just both of them taking their aggression out on each other. What? I can kind of uh, see What was that, the dude name? But Danny. Yeah. Danny was a total shit bag. I, I think in He general, hit his fucking brother's college applications. Just to keep he was so posted. selfish. He was so selfish throughout he everything. talk down to him, call him pathetic. You, you're not doing anything with your life. It's because of you. Yeah. Like, that, that's crazy. He, he was the villain in a different way, though. Like, when it came to their dynamic danny and amy they were both the villains now just yeah. like an overall in general asshole danny was because like why can't you let it go <laughs> like that let mean, that you know shit I mean? go yeah. she had let it go if, like so if you if, who the real villain he but couldn't it, let it go he was so yeah. fucked up with what he had going on like let me go ruin some other bitch day that ruined my day two days ago you and know he wasn't I mean? even thinking about her until like something happened i forget what happened but i think when he went to go meet the guy and asked for like the money or something then he came back and his brother was I don't know. It was the house burning down, it, and that was his fault too, because he had done the short wiring, <laughs> and so and then he was looking because that was his whole character. He was looking for some kind of external to thing blame. to blame. He got exactly. on my nerves. He got on my nerves. Yeah, but I love that actor that played him because Man, I, good. Oh my god! I was like, yes, he was getting on my nerves, but it's like he just had this face where it was like. God, it's hard to be keep, mad with yes, him though. He yeah. kept digging himself into a hole, and you just want to shake him. You're like, dude, come on, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't do this to yourself or your entire he's family. A shit bag. That and that yeah, just goes to show, like, he's the type of person where it's like a true example. Like, you have choices, and though he knew the right choice, he still like chose to make the wrong choice. Like, yeah. how do you know? Like, Is you that- gotta know. Like, after all of these times that you made these fucked up choices and all of these consequences that you have reaped. What makes you think it's not going to be any difference if you continue down the same path? When do you honestly think things are going to change if you just keep lying and keep hiding and blaming? I think everyone thinks like, oh, it's like I just have to get like this one breakthrough and then it'll all come together. It'll all work out. It'll all like just if I can like get this like final payout, then it'll justify like all of the lying that I had to do to get there. It never works that way. Yeah. What's what's the saying? What's done in the dark? always comes to light and did in you, the end that is exactly what happened did you watch uh everything everywhere all at once i loved that movie how many times yeah. did you watch it 
Um, I actually think I've only watched it once. Do you yeah. think it deserved all the awards that it uh, received or it was like overhyped? What do you think? I think it deserved all the awards because I think it did something different. Um, I think it broke the mold. And I think that's why there was so much support behind it. I think it was like, I kept calling it like the people's choice. You know what mm. I mean? Like, I remember when that movie first came out. I don't know if you guys know, you know, the big hill that you walk up. There were like these big palm trees and someone had put googly eyes in all the little spaces of the palm trees. Mm. It was just like, I, I think that it touched on like, well, maybe I'll say that. What did you think? Did you feel like it was overhyped? No, nah, it was a good movie. I just, um, when they, when I, before I ever saw the movie and they would show like snippets, I'd be like, what the fuck? It never made me want to go watch the movie. I'm like, who is this playing with dildos and all this shit? <laughs> yeah. Like that's the, that's the start of the fight scene. And they like, I'm like, I'm not watching this corny ass shit. But then like the storyline behind it and like the, 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 the lines of, I rather do fold laundry and do taxes with like the little, like the different like time, like even Zach broke it down. It's like, nah, that shit was kind of amazing like the love story between them two like you know what i'm saying like i i didn't care about the daughter and mother uh dynamic of it but the husband and wife that shit was kind of touching i don't even hold you so what i love about that is to me like one of the most poignant relationships was the mother daughter yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like i felt like it was doing so many different things on Mm -hmm. all of the planes which was also kind of like its thesis statement it addresses even the daughter father right so it's like it has daughter father Mm -hmm. daughter mother two romantic partners Mm. um like i feel and then it's just like and then also like the family against the government like it addresses so many different exactly it tells everybody's story in a way that's kind of like relatable with with everybody right like a way that people can understand it but the story that 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 i felt was the husband and wife dynamic that she was like Especially, you know, mm-hmm. when they met each other, when they weren't together in that little timeline or whatever. And, oh, man, it's like, oh. I'm going to go back and watch it. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of? And I, I've brought this movie up before. A lot of people haven't watched it. It's it's older. It, have you ever heard of a movie called What Dreams May Come? No, but I want to, like, write this stuff down. I, Robin Williams yeah. stars in it. And okay. it's, a, it's about different stories being told from the things that happened within his family, but everybody passed. So like the, the ways that they passed depended on if they went to heaven or hell and then how their story was told. And it was all different type of like dynamics and the relationships going on. It was pretty interesting. You should check it out. I never saw that movie. You should check it out too. You know, you know what I do like to do as an adult movies that I saw as a kid. I do like to go back and watch them now to be like, Oh, this shit wasn't even hard. This shit was corny, especially all the Chucky movies and stuff like that i used to be terrified of chucky and the candy man and stuff like that that shit corny i wasn't really scared of chucky but i was scared of jason for whatever reason that sound that he made like before he came i think that's what it was and freddy because i used to i used to be scared of like dreams you have fucking dreams and freddy came in your dreams (laughs) like yeah so how did you um i know we're getting all over the place but how did you like because we you're a movie head are you or do you enjoy or do you consider yourself a movie head or a creative what do you consider yourself i definitely consider myself a creative i think like my first love with stories was books like Mm. i like used to just devour like young adult literature i went to an all-girls middle school too so Mm. i was all about like queer literature like i remember (laughs) reading about like a girl who had, you know, at first she had a dad and a mom, but then the dad transitioned to become a woman. And then, her, you know, she was like a 
you know, who is my, what it was is just this? like Caitlyn Jenner. What, is, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, this was just like uh. this book. I had like this fabulous, <laughs> like six foot four gay librarian who was just giving all of the girls at my middle school, like all this great queer lit. And oh, was, they hated him, right? No, no they, they loved, loved him. him. It sounds the like parents, the parents, the parents, parents loved okay, him. Good, you know, good, they, good. Knew, they sent us to like an experimental all girls. I'm like, it school. sounds a little bit super progressive compared to like other middle schools. Cause, Cause right now they'd be like pushing his gay agenda, like pushing his gay agenda on my kids you know what I'm saying so that was great because back in my day it was pretty hard to come out 100% so that's pretty cool so in in the you know what no no you're my second because we had dear Buckley on you know you're my second white guest on here I didn't (laughs) want to make that so obvious you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to uh, tell you because when I was doing poop patrol I don't ever want to sound racist or anything like that but I (laughs) I noticed that it was like the white people leaving the dog shit. So um, I hit up Jess. I'm like, yo, it's your people doing this shit. And she's like, well, I apologize. Be- <laughs> like, it was funny. Like, I'm, I'm glad that I got to see your improv because I, I noticed when you doing a little improv shit on us. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you get nervous. Oh, but- we were talking about this, Jess. We were talking about like your movements, how you were like, well, tuck your hands. Yeah, you tuck your hands <laughs> behind your like, back, and you be like doing a little side to side. Oh, I could do a great Jess impersonation if I wanted to. I do think you just made me sound like Urkel. So no, 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 no. But I was specifically at the show. I wanted. I I know all your laughs, so I was definitely playing to you. Also, I like it felt so good when I could hear. Like I was like, oh. Like that was an Amber laugh, that was a live laugh. It was, it was good. It was pretty interesting. I definitely had my favorites for sure, and then the ones that like I weren't too fond of. But I mean, that doesn't. What I mean, I give them all curse because they're they doing something that I I wouldn't be doing. So I'm never gonna shit on anybody that can get up there and like put on a show in front of people because I'm not doing it. You know. Well, tell me more about the stand up you want to do. Oh, it's just for y'all, not for okay, everybody. Okay. You know, what I'm saying? but one day maybe potentially. Yeah, because you gotta actually gotta write that shit. I'm not a writer, you know. That's why I'm like, even with Pooh Patrol, like I did like a little little scripted, but that's just to put words on page. But like, I just be wanting to flow on things, you know what I'm but saying? That's but, what writing is. That's what that's when writing is working is when you're flowing on things. Yeah. And I read Pooh Patrol and it was good. So what do you mean you're not a writer? Like, nah, that's nah, writing. that shit kind of bad. Like it's corny, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if I go out there, because you can't. The, the funny shit, you can't write. You know, just like I was outside today, and this bitch, she struck a nerve. You know what I'm saying? She gonna ask me, do you get paid to be out here? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, bitch, I'm making the streets cleaner for you. Like, what are you talking about? You're able to walk here and not look down, stepping in shit. So for you to be like, am I getting paid to be out here? It's kind of like a slap she, in the yeah, face. Yeah, she you said that I mean? to be smart. You, made a diff- you make a difference, too. Like, I, we started seeing less poop. In on the sidewalk, I'm like they saying. would just be smeared on the sidewalk. Everywhere. Piles like dog poop, human poop. You couldn't tell the. I'm difference. talking about like over there used to be like twelve piles of shit just over there in that concrete area. Too, I came stayed out here. So if it's like one or two, hey, I can't stop them all, but bitch, I can, I can slow. I them can up. make a difference, and, and um, you have. I really have, and it's a movement for real. Like it is. I should just go ahead and play that play that track <laughs> one more time, just because y'all think y'all think shit sweet around here in Poop Patrol. Shout out to love, you know what I'm saying? Uh, one more time. Y'all gonna hear this bitch. That beat drop, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
Look, you did your thing, man. And it's great for like the type of show you're you're making, you mm-hmm. know, like as a reality show. I don't think they need to know too much. No, unless we gonna drop this shit next week. So, just know the show so, coming, man. The show coming. Let's segue. Yeah. Have you seen that? I know. Do you? I don't know how much time you spend on social media, but there's a lot of like controversial things going around. Have you, for one, seen the video of a teacher, this teacher recently getting into an altercation with her student over her cell phone? I mean, like recently or like last like month? recently? Like, no, I haven't seen recently. So a teacher took a substitute teacher took away a teenage girl's cell phone. And the teenage girl kept asking her for the phone back. Amber, where did we see this at? I saw it on Spiritual Word, but um, it's been more than 24 hours, so we ain't going to be able to pull that link up anymore. And um, nonetheless, so the teacher told her, you know. But the teacher had them cakes, so the, she had the a thong teacher, on the teacher told her. The teacher told her. <laughs> her ass I'm definitely not giving, fell I'm out. not giving you the phone back. Like, go sit down. And the girl swung on the teacher. And so the teacher swung back and basically put the paws on her. And the question is, like, do you feel like it's wrong that the teacher that the teacher fought back, or do you feel like a teacher should be able to protect herself once once um, you put your hands on her? I think that teachers are asked to do so much, and I think like I don't know if like this person had training. You know what I mean? I'm sure there are ways to like disarm someone or put someone in a headlock so that they can't hit you, but. I'm guessing this person probably didn't have any training and so probably like gut based human reaction is to defend yourself. But no, I don't think like adults should be hitting kids. Like in a perfect world, I I think that like teachers are there to teach people how to be better. I agree that teachers are there to teach people how to be better. I think though, if a 17 year old girl socks me, I'm more than likely probably going to swing back because you're not considered an adult but you're pretty fully developed you're pretty much for me anyways my same size I don't I I don't know how I would react in that moment but I do think that teachers do not sign up to be hit I do think that they do Try their hardest in the beginning to de-escalate it, but I feel like in this generation right now, these kids are so right, hold on, hold on, hold on. wild. They're so crazy that it's like you kind of have to really be able to either walk away, right, call for help, or you have to fight back because at what point? At what point is it going to stop? So yeah. you you mean to tell me watch this video? Also, seventeen is like. Situation Did she even hit her first, though? Obviously, to this moment, both the student and the substitute teacher swinging at each other so within whole seconds. Cakes came the out. The student's the cakes came out. by the sub, disturbing all the way whole around. Whole ass was it's out. important to point out, we do not I mean, know what happened I mean, that teacher's, like, before. wailing on that girl. She was wailing on that. That's a different... I see both sides. Don't take my phone, but also, uh... Hey, man, these kids are respectful. Ain't no kid gonna touch on me. But I also know, like, me as a kid... Ain't no teacher finna be welling on me like that yeah, either. No, so, like, I literally, I, I can't sit up here and be no hypocrite. I see both sides. Exactly. Boy, I'm telling you, if I was a student, I'm welling off. If I'm the teacher, I'm welling off. I'm just... 
I don't know. It depends on who foot or size I'm in. I don't know. It just depends on who position. But I'm telling you right now, as the teacher, I'm beating that bitch ass. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Have you ever in your life swung on one of your teachers? Hell no, because I know better. To, I you, know you better. wanted to at some Never. point. Or maybe not even swing, but like I, go off, right? Like curse him out or... Tell him like shut the fuck up or yes, something. Yes, do that. Talk crazy but to him, but you, I ain't you never want to hear. You knew better him. as a child, right? Your you're parents right. Taught, taught you like, hey, this is an authority figure. You respect whatever is going on. And, and to be honest, if you're in class, like, what do you need your cell phone for if it's not an emergency? Because class is yeah. boring. Like, yeah, teach but, me some shit, life skills that I need to know, and I won't be over and, here wasting my and, time. And I do on agree my about. Phone. I do agree. I do agree with that. But it all starts at home. It really does. I knew better. No, 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 no. I just broke the code, baby. I just told them if you really taught the students some life life skills that they really need. I remember they used to do like home economics or something, economics. Oh my god, yeah. They don't we do had any of that. Class. We had typing class. Why do I we- not get a class about taxes? <laughs> Why had- do I not get a class about investing? Why are you going to teach me about like? Why I've the never- fuck I'm learning yeah. about Elizabeth and her fucking seven husbands? I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, I didn't care, bro. Like that- <laughs> I was like, who is Elizabeth? Elizabeth the, Taylor, the right? Oil. Oh yeah. No, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like the Black Widow, they be teaching shit. Like, why am I still learning about Shakespeare? Shakespeare ain't doing shit for me. What's up with these bills? But they're teaching yeah. you about that and all this because they're trying to get you familiarized with what they call history, right? Fuck like that. that. That's basically what it is. What did what started America? But they're what but is they, the American way. But they should definitely prepare you for life because they do not tell you after high school, hey, it is time to man up, own up. You're a full adult. And at this point, if your parents don't want you to anymore, you do not, you cannot depend on them. Like none of my teachers survive in America, right? Like teach people how to like, like this is a capitalist society. Like teach us how to manage our capital. Like none of my teachers really was teaching us about like, it ain't really about race. It's about classism. You know what I'm saying? Like teach me shit about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey man, it's about this money at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? you just if you gonna be is you po or you got it or you middle class like they ain't teach us shit like that it's just like yeah man go ahead and read the hummingbird or whatever what is the killer mockingbird like why the fuck why the fuck are we reading to kill a mockingbird my sister was in school like she 12 years ahead of me and they read this shit why are we still reading this like come on like come i on. do love to kill a mockingbird i think <laughs> it's an important book but i agree when, what do you guys think about like the whole debate around like critical race theory and people saying that that like shouldn't be taught in schools I'm, I go I through race theory every motherfucking day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't need to be taught that shit. Like, I'm, I'm going through it. It's but a I, thing called life. They need to be teaching kids, hey, stop rushing to be an adult because these bills going to hurt your ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, although you go out there and create them yourself, these but, bills is billing. You know, don't be rushing. Don't be rushing to be an adult. Nobody taught us that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just rushed to be an adult and just, bam, bill do. Like even like you said, you, we create these bills, but like even healthcare, like, right? That yeah. shit. Nobody to hey, bro. Like be under you know you can be under your parents' shit till you're 24. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of students and shit, they come through like it's a gift and a curse. Like yeah, you're not considered an independent student. You still got to have like for financial aid, you still got to have your mamas and dads' taxes or whoever claiming you and shit under your shit. But hey, guess what? You also get that health benefits because, you know, you know, you got to pay for that shit. That shit ain't cheap. You know, thank God for the military for me. You know what I'm saying? Because don't you got to pay like 300? Marriage, right? <laughs> well, I, helps. she it's we doing like it's cheap. You know what I'm saying? What we <laughs> cool. got going? Because if I was yeah. to get at it on hers, her shit would be way more. You know what I'm saying? Versus me having my own shit and she got her own shit. You know? I do 
love hearing about the benefits of people who have been in the military. Yeah, everybody don't get them. I'm glad that everybody doesn't get them. No, they don't. So shout out to the honorable. Does it depend on how, like, you're discharged? Shout out to the honorable. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm an honorable. Interesting. Yeah, honorable person is, like, what I like to say. Some people get dishonorable discharge, you know. Not the shit on them, but it ain't for everybody. So since we're talking about reality, right, what it's, what they're supposed to teach us after. Do you feel like now at your age, you're where like you told yourself you would be or like, did you in your twenties have like this, these expectations for yourself, for instance, maybe like when I'm 30, I'll have my MBA, I'll be married, set in my career, ready to like have kids. Do you feel like those expectations you set for yourself Compared to what your reality is, you have met any of them? Literally not at all. (laughs) Absolutely not at all. But I do feel like I enjoy this a lot more than I thought. Like, I think that there's like a joy in life that I didn't, it it wasn't even on my vision board to enjoy life the way that I do now. Mm -hmm. Like in my twenties, it was about trying to like achieve and hit these milestones. And like, you know, there's like this path that I really want, like, you know, I would wear like blazers to work. And like we all kind of We've grew up in like there. the girl boss era, right? And I'm like, ooh, maybe I don't like want a girl boss actually. Like maybe I like like kind of like going in my little hole, making some shit, then bringing it out to the world instead of like, especially also like kind of coming of age with social media where we felt like we had to be on all the time and mm. showing like, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm working on. Like Ryan Coogler isn't even on social media. Like he just drops like Fruitvale Station, like Black Panther, right? Like, he's, he's not. Let me go see. He might have a profile now, but like he. <laughs> let me go see. Yeah. Let me, I think he's off Twitter. I don't think he has an Instagram. Well, they don't be active. They might have one. They don't be active on it. It'd be like their agents or like people posting for them, which makes sense. You're right. He doesn't have one. Doesn't even have, and is like I, and is like this huge filmmaker, and he's not that much older than us either. Like he's probably of the generation where he like mm-hmm. wasn't growing up with social media. Have you as ever much. heard one of his like listen to his podcast or like listen to him talk? Though his brain sounds like it's all over the place. He has a podcast. No, no. Like I just listened like for homework. We had to listen to like one of his podcasts or something like like an episode he was on, and it was like hard to listen to because um he was like sorry I got writer's brain, but it was like. It was just everything like, was just bouncing from one idea to the next or one. I don't know, but it was just like hard to listen. I was like, damn, it must be like hard to be around this motherfucker when your brain work like. Could that. you imagine how many thoughts he's having though? Like as a creative, like I, I can honestly say, like I have a million thoughts a day, and I feel like I have ADHD. Like I will go from talking about one thing, and then in a matter of two seconds, I'm literally on a whole new subject, and then in like another two seconds, I'm like talking about food, and then I'm talking like, and then I have to go. Go back and it's like I digress from everything. You sound like Ryan right now. Well, and it probably matters, like you know, at what stage of the creation process is he in? If he's in screenwriting, maybe he pulled an all nighter the night before, mm-hmm. like doing some shit. If he's doing press for a film, he's probably not getting any sleep changing time mm-hmm. zones. Like I do think, like especially when we get these little windows into people's lives, it's like we're like I'm not the same person every single day. Like mm-hmm. some days I feel like I can present like pretty together, and some days I'm just like a hot fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but I I could imagine you know. Give people grace. So much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know what, what somebody is thinking about or what's going on. 
Yeah. Now I was just like, it was kind of hard. And maybe to that was to that her. one podcast. Like, did you listen to any other interviews that he did? Was you it, know, just it, all it takes is one. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes uh, all it takes is first one. First impressions time. are everything. It's painful to listen to bad podcasts. Like, at least when there's some visual, you can, like, distract yourself. But I was listening to one the other day with bad audio. The interviewer just kept shitting on himself the entire time. He's like, I'm terrible at this. I'm, and I don't know if he thought it was a bit. It was an improv podcast, too. Mm. But I was like, then I, you know, then I Googled him and he's like, in Forbes is like, oh, how to build a podcast empire. And I do think it's about like the one I was listening to is from back in like 2011 or something. So it's about yeah. like doing it over and over and over. And even if you hear one that's bad, eventually I think it kind of hits critical mm. mass. Yeah, it does. Especially is it's crazy how like negative shit, negative news or anything bad travels faster than good news. And it always blows my mind how that operates. Cause it's like, damn, I didn't did a lot of, great things and as soon as i did that bad thing that shit went up you know what i'm saying fuck all the good things i've done though right i mean but that's what people thrive off of it's like how people always say people always remember the bad things that you did but never the good right yeah and you could do so many good things and do one fucked up thing or like make one mistake and people will hang that over your Ooh, head like forever. jonathan majors are you familiar with him right now <laughs> what's going on no what is going on oh so God. apparently like there was some domestic uh, dispute with a woman that he was dating oh, in New York, um, and obviously she, he was dating white. You know, he, he fought. She filed a well. She called the cops. Basically, said like I think he strangled her or something like that. But then she retracted it and was like, "I was actually like, no, the, no. He thought he was doing a favor, so he leaked some text messages or something. And he was like, it's my fault. I shouldn't have never told you.' He thought he was doing." Like himself a favor, but it's like no, you hurt your case because now it look like you really did some shit you're supposed to. You know who they're comparing like, him to? Uh, Mike Tyson and uh, Robin Givens. Their relationship. I was too young for their relationship. I was seeing it all over like Twitter today, where like, do you remember they were married? Do you know who Robin Givens is? I don't know who Robin Givens is. I know Mike. She played Tyson. in Boomerang. She's she's like a really well known black actress. Know she's been around Damn. for years. Like, she Eddie Murphy? played. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, who's this Eddie Murphy? <laughs> you would have blew my mind. If but you said you know Eddie Murphy, I would be like, Chess, get out. Yeah, you're just like, cut. That's the episode. We're done. Just to pause for a second, when we, Jess and I were running, we were talking, and she's like, I watched Rush, Rush Hour, finally. And I was like, I love that for you. One, I'm upset because why are you just watching now? But two, it is such a good fucking movie. Like, it was amazing. I'm so glad you got to experience that. It was it was quite true. I mean, it's fun to watch like '90s comedies. They don't really make '90s comedies mm-hmm. anymore. I didn't watch a lot of movies, so don't feel bad. So like, I gotta go back and watch a lot. Like, um, what did I just watch? Something old. You just watched uh, Bad Boys. I've been watching Bad Boys. Oh. That's not. But I'm just like it was something old that Pulp I never. Fiction? No, no, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Oh, cool. I never okay, watched yeah. it. Still can't get into it. What's so great about it? Was it the gratuitous violence? <laughs> Was it? The I don't dialogue. know. So one of the things that I love about Pulp Fiction is their conversation about what like a hamburger is called in like another country. Mm. And they're just having the most asinine conversation leading up into them like shooting up that dude. So that's what makes it great. What makes it great is like the cocaine fueled like bam, bam, bam that Tarantino can write mm-hmm. and how he I mean. I, think I still don't know what flow. makes him so great. I don't know. I mean, I think it depends on the type of writing and the type You're of movies go you viral? also enjoy. Here to go right? viral, baby. To make fun of Quentin Tarantino. No, what makes him so great? What makes I, I think that he taps into that whole. I mean, it's the same thing that people love The Godfather for. It's like everyone gets to see their fantasy of gratuitous violence paid 
like played out on the screen. They mm. get to see like, oh yeah, what if you could just go out there and like fucking shoot up a bunch of like fuck faces, like mm. bam, bam, bam. You know, like I think that that's like a in the same way that like we love like movies that have like you know Margot Robbie being super hot. It's like ooh, that's like the sex fantasy. I think Quentin Tarantino taps into the violence fantasy. Got it. Plus drugs. Because I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Lots of drugs. <laughs> I didn't know the hype. And it gives you that feel. <laughs> I didn't one know thing, the hype. One thing I appreciate about Tarantino is the iconic character outfits. Mm. So I think, in my mind, like really good costume design is if someone can dress up as that for Halloween. And people have been dressing up as Tarantino's characters forever for Halloween. But like, that's costume design. That's not him, right? He creates the vision. So he would create, like, he works with everyone and then they execute the vision. But that's what a director does, right? They set the look Do and they? feel for everything. Yeah. Because I don't know. Some Absolutely. of the directors, some of the directors I've been working with, not, I'm talking about the student directors. Well, they're learning still. <laughs> I'm but just think saying. about, like, what do the costume designers go off of? They have to have what something the, to what feed the right, off what of. the, the Well, that's what the writer wrote, right? maybe I've read like character descriptions where it's like, you know, a woman who looks like she hasn't slept in days and that's the entire character description. But the director be like, nah, she got to wear this, this and this. Well, what does that mean? Like a woman who hasn't slept for days. Like when you picture that, what do you think? No you disrespect. Think? I picture bags under I... your eyes. I picture dry skin, <clears throat> like sloppy wrinkled t-shirt, maybe some like outside shorts. I don't know. Dry skin's a cool, like, I would have never thought about, like, dry skin. But, yeah, exactly, right? Like, or, like... Or, like, super oily skin. I don't know. Depends. Depends on the person. Yeah. (laughs) So, I think the director is the one who makes it, like, a personalized vision. And they're the ones saying, like, yes or no to whatever comes up, right? So, if I'm, like, no, I... Like, someone who hasn't slept in days, like, I want to see, like, yeah, food stains on their shirt. Or I want to see them, like, literally not wearing clothes. Like, whatever it is. Like, it's so specific to, like, a vision, I think. I always learn so much from Jess when she comes over. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you just let me nerd out a little bit. Nah, I just like I just like that you like, you know, you know what the fuck you be talking about. I'm learning some shit. You know, that's what I like to do. Zach over here, just like, you know. No, I'm just saying. Like, damn, man. Damn, I Zach. I die over this. I like this. Zach, dynamic. come on. No, I'm just saying, like, can I say it? Can I say it? <laughs> Like, Zach just learned something, too. We know to, like, change the frame rate and shit like that with the flicker. If it's flickering, blame Zach because he didn't figure it out. He didn't set up until 20 minutes after we were supposed to go. I'm going to always blame you, Zach. That's my guy, though. I'm, that's my guy. So I'm you're pulling a little bit of Danny. Who's Danny? From Beef. Danny no, Danny is Danny. Don't ever, don't ever looking compare for somebody me to, Danny. to blame. Danny is a, oh, no. Danny is a shit a shit show. Danny was a shit show. Did you guys identify at all with any of those characters? Never. There were moments okay. where where I identified with Amy because I have had some days where I was very angry. Not even with you, just like angrier. Where like I honked my horn at somebody, and I was like, "Get the fuck over!" Or like. What the fuck? You know, like you too, Amber. You've definitely had some road rage before. I feel like nah, we I'm thinking about something deeper with Amy going on. Like, I don't know. What are you talking about? You resonating with Amy ain't sitting I right said with me. I said certain things she's done, <laughs> like and being yeah. ang- like her character, like being angry, you know, or like pointing the phone the 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 gun at the phone, you oh, know, like, like masturbating like you lo- with the gun. Like you low key fucking crazy. <laughs> 
But I think the show, I don't that show think is that about all of us. I being think a that it's just low like low that emotion, crazy. like when somebody fucks with you. I'm never that mad and, like, to go follow a motherfucker. Back, you know? Like, I've done a little bit of road raging, but I've never raged that bad. To, to me, road rage is like when you're online trolling. Like, you get to talk all this mm. shit, but then after there's like no action, you know? Like, you pull up to somebody, they roll their window down, and you're like cussing him out, and then that's it. And it's like when you're online, you're typing, you're typing, but you'll never see this fucking person. You'll never be able to like really catch them. There's, I've heard of some really funny, I, I forget exactly what movie this is, but it's like someone goes to figure out who their like online troll is or like there's a, a story arc in difficult people. They do that. And like, I don't know, just, I, I like what you said about everything done in the dark comes to light. Cause mm-hmm. I think Amy thinks she can get away with it. She can bully this like shitty red pickup truck. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, like their car. I mean, it's an entire series about karma. I think my thing is, um, Spoiler, we've been spoiling. Um, <laughs> even like when he got there to the house and like he saw that it was a woman, like yes. let it go, bro. Why did you have point, to go in there exactly. and shit and but piss? Like then he was so unthreatened. Remember when he's like, "Oh yeah, like car- like it, I guess it is actually turning out well for me because you know that dude who I thought it was, it was a woman. Nothing <laughs> bad can happen. Little do you know. Yeah, I do like that. Just a woman goes to show exactly how. Men underestimate. Yeah, they women. definitely do. Okay, can we talk about that? I would how love is to. how is that like? Do you work with a lot of male um, counterparts? I absolutely do. They undermine do. you a lot. Do you always have to repeat it? And like, how is it? Let's just talk about how it is working with women versus working with men. I think that there are pluses and minuses to both because I have worked with guys who will switch back and forth from underestimating you and then hitting on you Mm. it's like this hilarious like oh you're competent like let me put my hand on your knee like it's very like there's that but then there's also women who like hate to see other people win Mm -hmm. like i had a woman who was my boss and like gave me an opportunity i killed it and then she never gave me the opportunity again because the way that it would have gone was i was coming for her job Mm. and then i was like all of a sudden the opportunity shut down so i think like damn all people can suck and all people can be great. Like that's, I pray I never run and in, run into y'all motherfuckers that operate like that. Cause that's nasty. Like, I mean, but there's a lot of people who do like in certain industries, Ooh. not even in certain industries, in most industries, each for their own. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, people are willing to step on other people's toes to get to the top, to maintain their position. I'm, I operate like, man, just go shine, go where you shine at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't shine in that area, I'm not finna go in there and step in your lane. But if I can do that, then, hey, I can do it. But I'm not finna shit on you in the process. We both can do it. Because at the end of the day, you can't do all the jobs. Just like exactly. the bread. I literally look at it like the bread out. Everybody should look at it like the bread out. You go down there, it's like a thousand different kind of breads. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't cater to everybody. Your one bread, you can't cater to everybody. You gotta... It's just... You're not gonna be for everybody. So, why do you shit on the next person stop blocking everybody blessing some people are so scared to see people that they know excel yeah you know or like if they're not if they don't feel like they're going to excel with you they want to keep you at that same level as them right it, yeah, it's just, it just goes into like a jealousy level or like an envious level like i've for i don't i don't know but just an example like a boss like you said like oh maybe she didn't think that they're that anybody could come for her seat. And now that there's somebody else who she sees that's thriving, that's really good at it. She's like, Oh shit, I'm threatened now. And I have some competition, but instead of being a mentor, she became like a dictator, like, and just took that opportunity away and just started. I don't know what happened after that, but 
but bosses I think in general do that I had another male boss like earlier in my career where mm. there was like I was in an edit room and he was like technically the creative on it and I was a coordinator but he wasn't there all the time so the editor and I were like working together throwing back ideas he's like hey you're like this is great to have your input and mm. the other creative came in and saw what was happening and he's like just a reminder that I'm the creative on this yeah. project like don't listen <laughs> to what Jessica says and it was like so it happens with both genders I think it's just people and I think that it's an insecurity thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can tell what you said. Like, you know, you can't do it by yourself. Like, gives everyone, like, a different lane yeah, to drive. Bro. And it's so much more <clears throat> fun that way. And you can, like, feel the energy. I genuinely <clears throat> believe that you can feel how something's made. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you watch something and you could tell that, like, it was made where everyone was just in their element, like, doing their thing, that comes out in the finished video. Like, I'm thinking specific oh, for a video, but yeah. it applies to everything. <clears throat> just, um... Just don't be no sleaze ball, man. Like it's enough. It's enough gigs out here for everybody. As you say, bro. be a pleasure to work. Yeah, with. be a pleasure to work with. <laughs> I know. I know a dude right now. It's just hard for him to get you know people to work with him because he's a shit bag. You know, stop talking to people crazy. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they're doing shit for you for the free. I would say the talking behind people's back too. It always comes out. It always comes around. Like even if. Like, again, even if it if you don't hear, like, exactly what someone said, you can just feel it, too. Like, if mm-hmm. someone's, like, nice to your face and then talk shit behind your back. You, like, yeah. Didn't we just that? have this conversation? You know what I think is weird? Just, like, people show love in the DMs, but they don't be active under the post. I'm like, oh, you must have been talking real crazy about me to somebody to be only in the DMs and never <laughs> engaging under the post. Like, that's literally or, how I take that. Or they're just hating and they don't want to see your shit go viral and they don't, you know, they're going to show their love in different ways. Yeah, I don't like that shit. I be peeping shit like that. If you ever, like, if you never engage with me under my post, but you always in my DMs, just know I'm looking at you like a sleazy-ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing that out there. Do you think it's someone, like, sliding into the DMs, like, trying to start a conversation? Or is it, like, they just want to support you but doesn't don't want other people to know? That's, that's how I'm taking it. Is, yeah. But that's just me being negative. You know, I don't know. but no, I Or think- it's you sensing something. That's how I take it. It's like, I don't know. That's like snake shit. Because you always in the DMs, but you never show love under the post. Like, what what you doing? You must have been talking real crazy about And you don't me. want other people to see that. Like, I, you commented on my shit. And then or you ain't like, got, oh, or, I see that you. <laughs> or you ain't got no business interacting. I don't know. I, I just don't know what it is. But got I just. It. I think I I have, for, for a while with Instagram, I actually didn't like, like, following or interacting with anyone I actually knew in person because I felt like it was causing so much, like, anxiety around that. You know what Mm. I mean? I think that was probably a more, like, anxious version of myself. But Mm. it was, like, you know, it's like you're, like, good friends with someone. And then I had, like, this one friend who would be, like, I'm so busy and would bail. And then I'd see her, like out at the clubs with her other friends and i'm just like well obviously you weren't so busy but i was like if i didn't have instagram or if i didn't see that i would never like feel upset with you because but that just is again going back into like she could have just been real with you hey jess i'm going out with becky sue and (laughs) jessica may to to do whatever versus telling you like i'm too busy you know like just keep it real that's something that people really struggle with is like you don't have to tell little white lies like people would respect Mm -hmm. you just saying hey i don't want to do that tonight or i know i'm too tired or no i have plans with somebody else versus trying to baby their feelings yes yeah and then you just create like a bigger fucking issue I love, like, people who are, can be so upfront or so honest that it almost makes me uncomfortable are the people I gravitate towards. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, cool, you're, like, doing something that is not, like, what we normally see. 
would you rather somebody so amber and i did we talk about this on the last podcast where we said would you prefer somebody to talk about you behind your back or to your face um i I think behind your back depends on who it is you know what i'm saying Mm. but um i after i went back after that I sounded fucking retarded because talk to me in front of my fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Don't talk to, talk crazy behind my back. But even if you talk about me behind my back, I already know that you didn't talk shit because you do that fake-ass DM shit, but don't show love <laughs> under the post. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already know. So either way, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I know how you feel about me anyway. I go off vibes, baby. I go off yeah. energy. And you can never go wrong with that. Agreed. 100%. If you feel like a motherfucker don't like you, they probably don't. <laughs> I think you can always tell who, like, is a shit talker because they'll just talk shit about whoever else to you. And you know that that's just the way I talk shit about everybody. About. No, I mean, but, but you talk people's back, yeah, right? No, no, I talk, yeah. I talk to them in their face. Exactly. And the shit that you say, it's not, like, <laughs> crazy shit. It's, like, funny shit, you know? You're just funny. Like, I, I would straight. think you, like, you were, like, the queen at, like, a light roast, which, like, feels great. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, cool, okay. Like, the fact that you are, like, the kind of person who would even... Like lightly roast me to my face is like the yeah. kind of people I want to keep around. Yeah, like what am I supposed to like? Just talk about it. it's it's funner, it's more fun when you do it in a face. You know what I'm saying? Because it leaves no room for you to know how I feel about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, Liv got a friend. Probably think I hate her. I don't hate her. She just she annoying. <laughs> she out you know what I'm saying? Friend and just. She probably Name think I hate her. It. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't hate her, but she hella annoying. But, you know, it's like a love-hate. You know what I'm saying? She- I've seen you guys interact, though, in a way that it feels loving. It's like the way that you have, like, you know, the cousin who always, like, just knows how to, like, get you right in that spot that yeah, hurts yeah, yeah. or tickles. I don't know. It's like uh, she, she's so, um, what's the word I'm trying she make it hard for you to just hate her you know she you can get on your nerves, but she make it hard for you to just be like man I hate this bitch you know what I'm saying like well because I think she's someone who is like let me talk to you to your face also yeah. like she's not really necessarily someone who would like be super nice to your face and then talk shit behind your back like what? I think she's an honest person I don't person. think I don't I think she talk big shit behind your back I don't know that's how I feel that's just me I thought we bleep out the name yeah I don't know. <laughs> and I was gonna say I, I don't think that like well I won't believe out the name. I won't believe out the name. <laughs> I don't think that she's the type of person who would talk like buku shit behind your back. I think if it's like something you've done to her, you know what I'm saying? Like something that includes her, you know what I mean? That could be her business as well. She will confide in her other friends about. But if it's like something that you did that has nothing to do with her, I don't feel like she's going to sit there and like talk about it. But if it's if she's a part of the situation, she will definitely vent to her other friends. But I feel like all people kind of... Yeah, I man, do she do normal shit. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. But it's it's to, Amber's biggest thing. I don't even feel like it's that. I feel like what Amber is, and this is with all my girlfriends. She feels like we're super loud. So <laughs> it, it, out it doesn't matter fuck. what we're talking about. She just is like, you guys have microphones in your voices. And it's like we get drunk, we get loud, we're like hackling, talking shit to each other, you know, laughing, and Amber just licking like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> But it's like we're from the East Coast. We're loud, you know, and we don't even we don't. It's not intentional. Like we don't even hear it. Yeah, really just remind don't. me to bleep them names out. <laughs> it drops Friday. I mean today. Hey, hey. there you go. <laughs> but anyway, is there anything you want to share before we wrap it up? Feel it went by so fast, right? I know we didn't even to touch yeah. everything. I, I know. But what else were we supposed to touch on? Um, 
Let me go back. We did have some questions. Yes, I did want to ask you some questions because she um, just wanted to ask you if you eat butt. But no, I didn't. I that. did not want to ask you. That, <laughs> <laughs> that was not. No. That was not what it was. Um, oh no, there was one thing because you know. Go ahead. What you talking about? How like dating bisexual? Oh, oh, about sexuality and fluidity, and oh, I just fucked that whole world word. Would you? Um, do you care if you if you're if you was dating a guy and he was bisexual? Does that matter to you? It would honestly bring me great joy because I think there's so much homophobia, and I think like women have been like afforded a little bit more grace with like. You know, it's so much more, like, common to see, like, two women together. Mm -hmm. There's, like, the queer baiting, but you usually see that with two women. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, men are so afraid to, like, even just, like, give love to, like, their male friends. And I think if there's, like, a man who identifies as bisexual, that's, like, so attractive to me that they're, like, comfortable fighting that uh, prejudice. Do do you feel like a bisexual man could be faithful to either sex while in a relationship, like without lusting the other? I agree. A hundred percent. I've always said that. I agree. You know, my thing, um, and this is what I feel. (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) I feel like if a man says he's bisexual, he likes men more than he likes women. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if a woman be like, oh, I'm bisexual. They like one sex more than the other. Any, anyone. I just feel like when a man says that, though, he like men. But why does than... it have to be him liking a man more? I mean, I, I why does some... it, but why does a woman have to be a whore just because she wants I, to I fuck know some bisexual, different dudes all the day? Well, I know some bisexual women, and they lean more towards women than they do That's men. That's what I'm saying. But people would expect them to lead more towards men versus women. I believe sexuality is all a spectrum. Mm. So I think I have like maybe not the same view of like, like in my mind, everyone's bisexual and everyone just. <laughs> yeah. decides but to I like agree that I agree with that. Like there are some men who probably see their friends and they're like, he's actually a good looking dude, but he's too scared to even say it because then he's automatically going to be labeled yeah. gay, gay. Like, oh, gay. Zach told me I look cute today, bro. Like not example. You know what I'm saying? But, but I think I want to. It doesn't mean anything, you know. I, I told black women, I tell them this a lot. They the reason why that the term down low is even existing because if you look at it like Hispanic women, white women, they're more accepting to having a bisexual man. But black women, you ask them, they be like, fuck no, hell nah, I ain't with it. And it's like, that's why dudes don't feel comfortable telling you that they didn't tried it out and they didn't did that because you're not accepting, you're bashing. That's where a lot of the homophobia comes from. I agree, and I I think it's about the culture and the community, too, and I think within, like, the black race, the thing is that, like, what we've experienced, the men, our men, we we looked at them as protectors, right, as, like, a And you can't be no protector getting your ass bust open. That's not true, though, but but that's not true. (laughs) Just because you like the same sex doesn't make you less masculine. You're right, babe. Doesn't make you less of a protector. I'm just here for the jokes. I'm just here for the jokes. I, I have always said that I will always stand ten toes, ten toes down. I would actually argue it makes you a stronger protector. Why? Because it's painful. Because you, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pain, there's you know pleasure in the pain, and I think. Granted, that's only where their G spot is at. Now, granted, and, and that's the thing too. It's like why? It, why would God make that your place if it wasn't meant 
to be tapped. I okay. Can I have you guys ever like looked into bonobo monkeys? No. I don't even know. This what is they my. Is. This is like a, something I also became obsessed with in middle school, where mm. it's like they are just monkeys. They are all by. If they have a problem, they all just fuck it out. They're like little orgies. <laughs> the men are comfortable with it. The women are comfortable with it. And they like live very peacefully. And you know what's so crazy? Now that you mention that, you know what they said AIDS came from? Oh, God. <laughs> God. Monkeys, right? And oh, here a man we are fuck. Bestiality. There this you is from the improv <laughs> show, Full Circle. <laughs> oh, we just did improv. Yeah. There you go. Oh, shit. And you laughed. I might need to do it. I bring me as your plus one one day. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll talk after. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, that was crazy. But I love that about you, Jess. I think that it is super dope that you are not so close minded and like your your mind isn't so fucking dense because I feel like that is one of the biggest issues we struggle with today. A lot of men feel like they can't be themselves. They can't be open with who they are or even really talk to their partners about what's going on. You know, they have to go and hide or talk to their homies or confide in somebody else. It, it doesn't even have to be about sexuality, just their feelings or their emotions in general, because they're so scared that if they become too vulnerable or expose themselves to women, they're just going to write them off like, oh, you're not a man. You told me your feelings are hurt. Oh, you're not a man. Oh, you shed a tear. Oh, I just told you that's a, a certain type of oh, woman, said, though, that I does mean, that. It's a certain type of woman. But there's a lot of them out here. That's why That's why they be going for, you know what I'm saying? That's why Jonathan Majors is going through what he's going through right now, because they, they be understanding. You know what I'm saying? I mean, white women are their own kind of poison, though. I but will they be say, understanding. Like, you know, you know I'm not, no, I'm not. But they, they willing to do a lot of freaky things. <laughs> that Not true, because we just spoke to somebody last week who is not white. Well... She's Latin. Okay. What are you talking about? She literally says she'll eat the yeah, ass. Yeah, I was saying. Like, I was going to say. That's why I said never mind. Yeah, she eating ass. You I got to say, like, I'm sensitive to smell. So I think <laughs> that for me, yes, I have an open mind, but that for me just becomes a little so bit So fresh of out like the shower, a, you wouldn't do it. I would consider it. I know you would. That's how I would say. I know you would. I'm talking about I'm not eating ass. Yes, you would. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you would. That's the trailer. <laughs> anyway, so uh, go ahead and plug yourself. We're going to end it. We're going to wrap it up. This uh, was a great episode. Thank you for coming through. Thank though. you guys for having me. I was so honored. Oh Listen, yeah. can I tell you how cute Jess is? So when I asked her to be on the set, she was like, do I need to like prepare? <laughs> like, I'm like, no, no, just come and be ready to have girl talk. Yeah, this was cool. How was it? Oh, good. I downloaded the New York Times app to read up on the news before <laughs> this. I was like, I want to be up on current events. And we didn't talk about <laughs> shit current. <laughs> you know what? It, this was awesome. This was like, we just away cool. from like the news, political stuff, things like that, because we don't want it to get too messy, feelings involved. Yeah, we don't try to talk about political shit. I ain't even ask you who you voted for. I like it like that. You know what I'm saying? Who you voted for? Bernie. (laughs) So you wasted a vote. That's Uh, what I heard from that when you say that. You wasted a vote. I'm just fucking with you. You know, in the primaries, in the primaries, I feel like he had a real chance. I feel like the root of so much of what we go through is capitalism. Honestly, how do you feel about capitalism? I feel, do, like, do, do, <laughs> I feel like we live in Hollywood. We see the result of it on the literal street. 100%. We live in the like capital of capitalism where the, you know, we walk up in the hills, we see the Hollywood hills, we see like all of the rich people, the mega celebrities live here and have like the 1%, four to, right? <laughs> like seven different homes. And then meanwhile, we see we live in like 10 city. And I think we see all of that right where we live and we see like the way that capitalism in the, version that america has created is not working i'm also not a communist i I know that that doesn't work also but bernie sanders did bring like a socialist perspective like so then do you feel like america would be better as a socialist 
country? Like everything I, run controlled by or through the government? What are you talking? Look, look what's I, going on right now in LA. <laughs> like they try to defund the police. They want to defund the police. Look at all these fucking crimes. You know what I'm saying? They understaffed like a motherfucker already. Imagine getting a mix. They ain't, like, they ain't solving no murders. They ain't catch both, the people yet that know? shot their people on the, on the freeway. I mean, I mean did you the, see when they brought in the SWAT team and still didn't capture that one guy? Yo, I'm just t- woman? I'm just telling you. Yeah. I'm. Hmm, t- hmm. I think, a and lot then they our- don't have. We can't have guns and shit like that. And, you know, we can, but it, it it doesn't even make sense to have and, them. Hello, look at Florida right now. Like, you don't even have to have a, like a license. Like, you don't. You can just go out. Buy a gun. You could just have gotten released from jail for doing whatever years. That's why I don't want to move to <laughs> and, Florida. And you can just go no, and, and buy a yeah. gun. Like it's it's pretty insane. That's like, why I don't want to move to Florida. They I think lost we, I think we need better gun control. Oh, that 100%. will be my message. 100%. If I'm going to plug anything, like we're seeing the effects of it, and it, it just keeps getting worse. And I think, like, I mean, we got to figure it out because our country is this is the only country that it's happens in right yeah, now. It's wild. Yeah, it's disgusting. But yeah, man, again, Jess, thank you for coming through. Do you want to plug yourself or you don't want people yes. following you? Yeah, you want no, to plug come yourself? find me at <laughs> jess.fee on Instagram. Um, that's where I post most of my work. My website's www.jessfee. Yeah, sorry, www.jessfee.com. Um, and I'm a director. Yeah, hey, man, directing shit. If you need a bomb ass director, hit her up. You got a budget? Oh, yeah, and she's not for free, y'all. <laughs> we do like budgets, dollars. but you know, if you got an interesting project, I'd be open to it. Oh, you like passion? Yeah. Oh, look, she's willing to work on passion projects, but it got to be fire. Speaking of passion projects, Poop, poop Patrol. patrol. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Where would you be without Poop Patrol? Um, hey. Stepping in shit, left <laughs> and right. But don't, don't worry, be, baby, because I'm on site. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, this is a great episode. We out here. I just want to freak my mind.